We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Previously on Gresh and Fourier. Didn't little Dougie Flutie play up there? Yes. No, no, run around, no, little guy, chucking no. on a ball, around <laughs> all over the place. I'm a CFL hero, I want you to love me. You want to know when Gresh, like, hates somebody? I want to know who he doesn't. Flutie is on the list of people I've sent it directly to his face and yeah. then got up and walked away. Can't stand him? Uh, yeah, not way, a fan. Want... This is Gresh and Fourier. Yeah, doesn't hesitate. Oh! Oh! About that put back early on, did that get you on? Yeah, uh, I guess it did. And that is going to do it. The Celtics hang on for a big bounce back win. Andy Gresh. And what, what went into the uh, Grant DMP? Um, like getting more minutes there, lineups, what went into that? Matchups. For Grant, just keep his head. You know, Grant is, he knows what he brings to this team and uh, the type of player he is, and he's been able to carve value out in this league. So Grant has helped us win playoff games. Grant has helped us get to the uh, to the finals last year. So obviously we're going to need him. So um, keep his head. You know, he's going to be all right. He's a professional. So um, we just got to keep moving forward. Christian Fourier. I feel really good about about the conversations that, that are going to be had, that have been had with uh, important people in my life, yourself included, that um, help to orient me. But I'm not looking for somebody to tell me what the answer is. Uh, all the answers are right inside me. And I, I don't want to drag anybody around. Look, I'm answering questions about it. Because I get asked about it. Gresh and Fourier, right now. What, what is today's date? It's the 20th of February. It's in February. Yeah. On WEEI. Good Lord. Man. What was uh, that, Aaron Rodgers? You know, you know, you just just because somebody's asking you the question doesn't like give you a a get out of the douchey category card, right? Like, like sometimes it's just better not to answer the question. Well, why you should be mad at me? You, I'm answering the questions, and you guys should be, you know, happy that I'm actually, you know, like giving you a back and forth. I, I just feel like he may be, or he is like maybe he probably always was. Yep. Okay, and now it's just unbelievably obvious, like how douchey this guy oh, is. Oh, he's a dang. I just and can you imagine? I hope he goes to New York. I hope the Jets sign him. I hope the Jets sign him and just take on his contract. What however that has to work. I hope we get to talk about Aaron Rodgers at least for two weeks out of the year. So for uh, those watching on Twitch, Christian, I think you and I need to do a universal slide to the left a little slide. bit. To slide. Oh, oh no, man. maybe you got to go the other Wait, way. Let me right? see. It's on a delay. Oh, no. uh, it's there, on a delay. Uh, there you go. Oh, no, I went the wrong way. Yeah, you got to go left. Well, no, they got to fix the camera. Your other I like, left. I like sitting like this. Oh. You know, because my mic. Slide over too there far. There you go. I'm if good. Go... Look, they moved the camera. These things are all. All right, good. Coop, uh, coop to the all other right, way. The other way. Put me in a little higher, Coop. You know what I've noticed is that I have to uh, raise the chair back up when Adam Jones comes in because if I leave it down the way <laughs> I sit in it, yeah, that <laughs> see that right there with four That's, that's what, what it looks, looks like, like with Jones. On Twitch. Like they got Jones on Twitch. It just <laughs> looks like a. It looks like a. Oh, it's like a like a head. Yeah, and just like here you go. And he's like up against the thing like this. And I figure that if I uh, if I boost the chair back up. 
whenever I'm done because I always You're push very it. thoughtful. I would I, well, I, I would always never push do it that. Way, I always push it uh I always push it way down. Uh oh! Uh-oh. Oh, Chris no. Curtis is coming in. By the no. way, we have a Bruins trade to get to. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I I have to correct the record. I am the dumbest person in Boston. Okay. I texted Stacy James asking if Bill Belichick was going to be there. I read what he wrote to me wrong. Okay. Stacy James to me. I have been told he is not expected to attend. Okay. I read it that he was going to attend later. I don't know how my brain worked. So I totally so this got correction. this wrong. This okay. is a correction of the record. I just want to do this. I'm going to tweet it up, and I figured I'd say it with you guys. Okay. Bill did- Belichick will not be in attendance in Indianapolis for the Combine, according to the New England Patriots. So did, wait, did Stacy right. like, hit you up and start yelling at you? I swear to God, Ken was like, oh, how'd the text go? Because he's always worried that I'm pissing people off. And I just, I literally showed it to him. And in my showing it to him, I you realized. Oh, so you self-corrected oh, on your own. I self-corrected. Okay. Oh. I'm wrong. No one's, no, I haven't been told to do this. I was incorrect. Bill Belichick will not be in attendance at the Combine in Indianapolis. Okay. Tell All Ben right. Bolin. Send Ben Bolin a text, too. And all we got to do is flip it on NFL Network, and we'll probably see him there. No, it's Bill. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just the way it, it is. It is not to my understanding that he is there. Weird, weird situation, but oh well. He's, the Combine's going on. I don't think he's well, watching on TV. When you, but also, when you hear some of these guys who were at the East-West Shrine game, and there are more who have come out and been like, boy, that Belichick, man, he coached us. Like... He stopped. There was one kid who told the story. He's like, "Hey, he stopped practice to like yell at the oh, pun, yeah. at the, the punt gunners. gunners." Yeah, I will say this before. Talk about a hard move. I know. I know. We always do this, and, <laughs> and we got to know. We got to okay. get to We're real quickly, get to hockey because we have a trade. Okay, so let's let's say let's save the combine talk. Okay, for a later hour because there is an aspect of Bill not being here that is being exaggerated as far as the importance of him being there. Yeah, and, and I, I will explain to you why. It doesn't uh, matter. I, I do want to get into that, and there is the part of me that's like, all right, let's see if on Monday he didn't show his face. That's right, because, because it's, they're there till They're there Monday. all weekend, right. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. No, no, that was it. No, I'm not. I'm going to save it for later. All right. I don't want because there's a lot of stuff going on right now. We want to uh, rip through it. Yeah, there is, and the Bruins have made a trade this morning. The Bruins are going to get uh, winger Tyler Bertuzzi from the Detroit Red Wings. Now... There's a couple of issues with this. Number one. Wait, what's his name again? Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi. Bertucci? Of the famous hockey Bertuzzi family. Oh. Uh, the Detroit Red Wings will receive a 2024 first round pick, but it is top 10 protected. So if the Bruins completely tank and next year they stink, that, that pick is protected for top 10. They also gave up a 2025 fourth-round pick. So Tyler Bertuzzi is coming in. Uh, the problem is, is that this might have been a move made necessary because of an injury to Taylor Hall. So this from Darren Drager. He is one of the uh, NHL insiders up in Canada on TSN. He said injuries factored into this. Taylor Hall is seeking a second opinion for his lower body issue. The follow-up assessment will determine how long he's out of the Bruins lineup. Now, you know, Foyer, look, I don't know if uh, we need to be uh, Lord Stanley or among the greatest general managers to be able to figure out if you're getting a player and even though you have the caveat of it being top 10 protected – 
you're flipping a second first-round pick during this trade season. You went out and got Bertuzzi for a reason. And to me, you don't give up a first-round pick willy-nilly unless you need to go get a player because you're about to lose a player. No, And maybe I'm dead wrong on this, and maybe Taylor Hall might have the ability to come back. But this is a major red flag in terms of Hall's ability to help this team win a cup if they're giving up a protected first rounder well, just the, to be able the, to get another guy here at the deadline. The the other, let's take the, uh, uh, that's the pessimistic approach. Let's take the glasses half full approach. All right. And say this is just another piece to the puzzle to guarantee or to get them as close to guaranteeing themselves an opportunity to win a cup. Like they are going to just just pad uh, that that roster with high end players, so they're protected in case of some sort of injury, which would which is what I think everybody is most concerned with going into the playoffs. Or maybe it's because they looked at what Carolina is doing, or maybe they looked at what the Rangers just did with but Patrick Kane. Listen, and they Rangers, say, you know what? Yeah. Maybe we're not as comfortable in our position as we thought. Let's remove all doubt and let's. Sign. I actually think you're probably more right because I don't think. Like, they were that far away? Like, when you said, okay, what else can they add? Who else can they add? I actually thought they were done. I did, too. You know? And the fact that the, the trade deadline is tomorrow at 3. No, by the way, Razor will be on today at 11. And it'll also be on for a full hour tomorrow. Okay? From 12 to 1, Andrew Razor Raycroft will be on with Lou Maloney and oh, I as you take off for baby. getaway day for you. So we're going to have a whole... Oh, we'll be able to handle all your hockey baby. talk. And by the way, Razor with us at 11 yeah. for a quick chat today. Yeah. Uh, so Tyler Bertuzzi is one of these guys who scored a lot last year. He He's somebody who, again, when you look at it, it's like, okay, with the depth that the Bruins have, you add someone like this, if somebody like Hall's going to be out, this is the piece that you end up bringing in. But this also goes to show how committed the Bruins are to finishing the mission here and winning a Stanley Cup. Well, it's like they won't a allow this second, to be to trip them that's up. Right. That's right? right. That's what it feels like. If Taylor Hall is either going to be ruled out for the rest of the year or is only going to be able to come back in two and a half months, let's say, or something of that nature, to where you might have him for a cup final, then okay. But you give up a second first round pick in an off season for Bertuzzi who Christian don't get me wrong nice player but even in the Twitch chat twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI follow WEEI on Twitch Twitch chat and text at 37937 uh some are saying uh hey this is a cover your bases move yeah uh Kane and all the other moves in the east they're playing for this year uh Dirty Ronnie uh, oh, what is sorry. that? No, Dirty like, Ronnie so is, is that a different? complaining about Curtis or whatever. Oh, okay. uh, Ryan, 5581. Good trade for the Bruins, especially with Hall being out for a while. Um, I know, somebody mentioned point, his vaccination it's, it's a, status. Oh, geez, I, I, wow. Let's not get into that, good Lord. Well, 617-779-7937. I'm, I'm worried that this screams Taylor Hall is no longer going to be a part of this. You don't give up a first unless you have to. And it feels like Don Sweeney had to. Let's go to Mark in Medford, who wants in on the Bertuzzi trade with Gresh and Fourier. Mark, good morning. Pause on the Bertuzzi. We have more breaking news, gentlemen. I just got a test message. The Bruins have made another move. They just re-signed David Pasternak. 
Uh, I haven't heard that. Uh, but you uh, got a text from a who? Don Sweeney told you that. I got a text from a very reliable source. It should be coming soon. Should be coming through soon. But, uh, uh, I think this Bertuzzi thing. Mm-hmm. I think this is. He's going to add Nick Foligno to this too because he didn't look too good the other night going to the bench. So you know what? The good part I like about this trade is that if God forbid, if anybody from the top two lines goes down, insert Tyler Bertuzzi. Mm-hmm. The guy is a is a top six forward. Scores 30 goals. Well, and Mark, that's what it feels like the Bruins are maybe banking on, quite honestly, is that they're going to get a top six point. This is breaking news. Breaking news on WEEI is presented by BetQL. How about our insider? Start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. According to Pierre Lebrun who's another one of the hockey uh, insiders up in in, uh, Canada, it is official, David Pasternak, eight years, 90 million. I get that right, Chicken Nick? Eight for 90. Eight for 90, 11.25 AAV. All right, so right around the neighborhood that we talked about. Will it get done? Pasta's in eight years, 11.25 million per year. Uh, so Pasta is signed. It took a while. It took a while to get it done. And Foyer, I had mentioned to you that you know, if you're the NHL, you're trying to figure out what is the loony going to be in Canada, what's the cap going to be, da-da-da. However, the Bruins sort of knew the around the number they were going to have to land at to be able to get David Pasternak. And look, uh, through the run that this team has been on this season, David Pasternak, it's been an issue but I don't think it has been one that people have freaked out over. And now it is uh, locked in Pierre Lebrun. Uh, David Pasternak gets it done. Eight years, $90 million, according to him. Tyler Bertuzzi is in as well. Uh, lots of picks that have been given up by uh, by Don Sweeney. So they're going for it. I mean, there's no doubt. There is the going for it. Now, we also need to remember that this is going to be a drain on your farm system. You're going to have to bank on some of these young guys that you have down in Providence <laughs> You're the Rams to eventually now. step up. <laughs> uh, you got you no know, draft picks. I mean, it, uh, what is it? Two, two ones, a two, a three, and a fifth, I do believe, that have gone out the door. Now, if you win the cup, who knows? Maybe it's these all guys different. all decide to come back for one more year. Maybe there is one more ride, but... The biggest thing that people were worried about with the Bruins long-term is that David Pasternak is signed. And, uh, again, according to Pierre Lebrun up in Canada, it is done. Beast so, fans, your thoughts at 617-779-7937. Um, Bruins and the Sabres tonight. Red Sox in action. Celtics did get a win. but we got a lot going on on a busy Thursday here. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Hiya, Bobby. 
You want to go for a ride? The Krejci line with Zaka and Hall, the wings. Krejci sends it up the boards. Campus Lindholm to Hall. He scores! Now you see it. Now you don't. Campus Lindholm at his best. And Taylor Hall has found the goal-scoring touch again. So lots of Bruins news to start today. Taylor Hall injured. Tyler Bertuzzi in on a trade that went down, uh, what, about an hour ago. And David Pasternak has signed for eight years and $90 million. Pretty interesting tweet at NHL Bruins that they put out there that you can see up on our Twitch chat. Don't forget you can listen to this show by asking your smart speaker to play 93.7 FM WEEI. Uh, I don't think this was, I do not think this was, hey, we got to react to other teams' trades. To me, this is much more about, nah, maybe Taylor Hall is down for a longer period of time. Uh, and let's go to John in Rhode Island with Gresh and Fourier, who's over the moon right. because because well, money was spent, so it must be a good day in John's world. Gresh, it's Christmas all over again. You're saying in one calendar year I get Devers, and Pasternak signed, I I couldn't be more thrilled. You know, just when when we were at the bleakest moment of sports in Boston sports, you know, Xander left. The Patriots are the Patriots right now. <laughs> the Celtics lost the finals. We have we have rejuvenated life. And can I just make a point on the Bruins too? Sure. Um, I I think I think that the Taylor Hall thing. I think they're trying to do what Tampa Bay did a couple years ago by like skewing the salary cap, bringing the guy back like for playoffs. I, I, I am over the moon, Gresh. I, I'm going to celebrate. Uh, blunt's on me tonight. Oh, wow, oh geez. Oh, look at that, oh, There you there go. We go. Uh, Give him his space. Now, again, this is one of those, and you jokingly said the Rams. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not that wacky, but you're getting there. Both ones and both twos have been traded, and now – I think because of the draft pick compensation that the Bruins have given up, I know there's a lot of the, well, you got to win it now. And, hey, there was that sense of urgency here anyway because of Krejci and and uh, and Bergeron and, uh, and Marchand. And, you know, you kind of had the group together for one more run. Well, now with the investment that the organization has made, and this is where I got to give the Bruins some credit because – if you're David Krejci and you're Patrice Bergeron and you're playing for a million bucks, you know you are woefully underpaid. So what does the organization do to validate your faith in them to come back so, for a so little the, money so they, to fit so under they the owed cap? It to them. In a way, they did. Now, two years from now, they might be up against the cap with no draft picks, hoping the guys in Providence, the people aren't crazy about are coming up. But I guess in terms of the short-term run, hey, we got our chance right now. I think it's a little different. Like the Rams used it as a strategy to try to build their football team twice. Because remember, they did it once, only went so far. And well, then, they went to the Super Bowl, lost. And then doubled down to do it a, a, a different yeah, way. And then two years later, they won it. working for them. Now we see they've handed over a top six pick in the draft. And 
Now they've got a lot of questions compared to answers, but they can hold up. They, you know, well, hey, they put up a they put. But this is different to me. The Rams did it as a philosophy. Well, this, a short term philosophy, well, not an over because you can't have it as a philosophy long term. Well, it's a window centric philosophy. But I think the want to from the Rams came from the mind of the general manager. This, while yes, Don Sweeney has to go make those moves. It's protecting their ability to win a cup, but also, you know, it's the kind of things that you do when you have guys with letters on their sweaters who are playing for little money. Well, I will ask you this because, you know, with that idea of the Rams philosophy and the fact that the Bruins aren't going to have a draft pick, a first-round draft pick, until 2025, and they don't even have a two. So they don't have a second-round pick for the next three years, not until 2026 do they have a second-rounder, but they won't have a first-round pick till 2025. Do you care, and does it matter? Because there is there is a there is a shrapnel effect to this when it comes to overall team building, development, future stars, fill in the blanks. You know what I mean? Does it even matter, and do you care? I think it's, that would be my question to you when you look at this, because I think people a lot of times they go, "I don't mortgage the future." No, like Danny Ainge used to hoard his picks. He used to hoard them. He used to protect them. He didn't want to use them. Until the till the right opportunity came by and he hit on almost everything that he did, mm-hmm. especially with the Jays and Smart, starting with Marcus Smart. He throw Terry Rozier in there if you really want to. And he ended it, up being a good pro. When at the time when you flipped what was, I think, the eighth pick in the draft and you ended up with Kyrie, you thought it was great value until you got under the hood and realized yeah, so who Kyrie was. My answer is no, it doesn't matter. Like I'm all for the now. Here's the now. We will we will work with the now, with the circumstances now, understanding that eventually there is going to be like a, a wasteland effect. There is going to be, okay, hold on while we do it again. The the, the the New Orleans Saints had a version of this. Oh, the New Orleans you know, Saints and have com- been... And they have not been able to recover. No, the, the New Orleans Saints have been chasing their tail on the cap for years, which is why they can never go get a good quarterback, and hence they haven't been good in a while. You know, they're one of those cautionary tales in the NFL when you screw up your cap so bad that you have a hard time cutting players, <laughs> you have you have really done something amazing in that world where there are different ways to be able to work around it. But in the NHL, the only way you can really work around it is, yes, you have these players signed, and some of them will be on long-term injured reserve, but whenever they come back, then you got the problem. And the Bruins dealt with that earlier this year. Nowhere near it like a Tampa Bay level or anything like that. I... Am comfortable. I am normally not well, unless you're getting like a planet player, right? Like I would have been all in for Devontae Adams for a one and a two because that's one of the top three wide receivers in the game, right? Here it is. Oh, you gave up a one for Bertuzzi, but it's a little different. And I can't not think that in the mind of Don Sweeney, there is that validation of, yep, we're going to do this and we're going to sacrifice. Because Patrice and Krejci sacrificed as well. That's got to be a part of this. The great Maria in Watertown to talk hockey regression Fourier. Hi, Maria. Hello, gentlemen. Christian. Hello. I have a very simple answer to your question. All right. I don't give a hoot about draft <laughs> picks right now. Nada. Good. Bupkis, honey boo boo. If Don Sweeney is choosing to go all in now, while also rebuilding this team for the future with proven NHL talent, I am good with that strategy because we all have talked ad nauseum 
about the draft history of this team. So let's try a different strategy. You're going all in. Don Sweeney, I would love to buy you a bottle of champagne and send you a box of chocolates, my friend. So he, um, so here's the deal. Thank you, Maria. And so, I mean, this is the last year of his thank contract. Thank you, Maria. A, we love a, Maria. She's he is great. a unrestricted free agent. Once the season is over, well, there. So are that's the, it. So well, he's, he's this. Is, so it's whether. So you're giving him a first round pick for a guy that is basically a rental till June, unless you can resign him. So a couple of people are saying that uh, the the Pasternak signing might lead to Bertuzzi coming back. Right. So the 401 says maybe Bertuzzi move is a future move. Bergeron retires, Krejci retires, this guy steps in, get pasta confidence, the team stays good beyond the year. So Bertuzzi leads to signing pasta. So it wasn't so much of the the money element, but more of the, hey, it's not going to be a barren existence, let's say, uh, if uh, Bergie and Krejci walk out the door. Well, I would agree with you. If you're going to say, uh, let me try this out real quick. Orlov in real as well, time. by the way, because Orlov Give be a free me agent. The three mo- uh, most important positions uh, on a football field. On a football field, yeah. Start with that, so I can, so I can just uh, work with me with this one. Quarterback. Yep. Um, I'll just go stud defender. It can be a corner, a middle linebacker, but or I would a say D-tackle. corner. I would say corner. All right, corner. Okay, I lean that way. And uh, left tackles yeah, get okay. paid a lot of money. Yeah, so give now give me the three most important people on a um, on a hockey team. Give me a great scorer, which you, you got have it. In you have it. Give me great goaltending. You got it. And then uh, maybe, I would, and then I would say have the one real good puck moving tough defense you have that they have two of them okay so when we think about like this mortgaging the future and what the future is gonna it's they have the three of the most important positions already locked up mm-hmm. they already have like they they have done what most teams have been trying to do just like on a football field when you try to find that quarterback that left tackle that lockdown defender call it a corner you already have it build around those guys you'll always be competitive now maybe you won't win a cup but if you can lock up those three positions those three like, you know, situations, I think you're fine. Mm-hmm. Personally. Now, again, you're not, you may not be as stacked and loaded and depth-wise as you are right now, but at least you could say, wait, when other, when other players are looking for a landing spot or a free agent opportunity, they can say, well, hey, you can play with pasta. We have a great goalie. We have a great coach, <clears throat> and everything's set. I think, too, there's a real attachment to this team for especially the diehard Bruin fan because of Bergeron and Krejci. And it almost feels like this is the end of the road. You know, for as much as I would love Patrice and Krejci to come back, those guys are playing for no money. And if they get to the end line and they get to raise a cup and they decide to walk away, my God, what a, you know, 11, 12-year period. If you start from 2010, 2011, all the way through, my God, actually, what more? It'd be 12, 13 year period. And I know that Bergeron's been here longer and all that kind of stuff. But what a fitting way to end. And Don Sweeney is making sure that Jim Montgomery has everything they can to end it the right way. And that's why I think we would look back two years from now. And if it's the, well, where's the young guys? Or how do you improve this team? People will be able to put it into context, I think, in part because of those two guys and the attachment 
that we all have to them and the appreciation I think that there is for both of those players. To know that the Bruins really went after it because those guys sacrificed. Now, look, Tom Brady sacrificed for years. Tom Brady still made a hell of a lot of money. He sacrificed at like $18 million. Exactly. When I think about the, Bergeron getting his check, yeah, he, his bi-weekly check, and he, it's like, listen, I know it's it's a different world, people, no, so relax, all but right? But it's insane but when you think about it. But in comparison, that is the unique aspect of this team, which is which is which I, I think we've talked about, but the fact that they're willing to take such a massive, massive pay cut and be such a, a high-level player at that point, at, no at his age, off. no drop-off, no. and yet you're still getting the minutes and the production and leadership, and you're only paying them a million dollars. I mean, it's, unbel- it's unheard of, really. Because I would say, yeah, I'll take a haircut, but listen, leave a little something for the missus to nope. kind of gander at. Those, those guys knew what they were walking into, and it is part of the reason why this team has been great this year. It really has been. So there can be the argument made that there are enough free agents that Don Sweeney can quote-unquote figure it out because they've already got McAvoy and Hamper and now with yeah. the extension to Pasternak and all that. But the money is going to run it. It's not like there are high-dollar players that are necessarily leaving this roster. There are still some choices to be made. But if we just live as prisoners of the moment and just live in this moment right now, I got to give it to Don Sweeney for going out and finding a piece that while the numbers aren't great this year, traditionally this is a top-six player in Bertuzzi that they're bringing in. And even if Taylor Hall is out – it still feels like they would have the ability to survive. And the Rangers, the Rangers have to win two rounds unless they're a wild card. Rangers are going to have to win two rounds on their own before the Bruins are going to see them. And actually, the Bruins are going to have a tough road just to be able to get to an Eastern Conference final. So anyway, I, 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 this, is, this is what a general manager needs to do when the guy that wears the C on the sweater makes about a half a million dollars take home. You owe it to him. You do. Yeah, you kind of feel like you owe it to him. You do. And he's like, yeah, what are we doing? And you know what? And this isn't you owe it to the fans. I don't see it that way. I don't. Because if if Don Sweeney didn't do anything, he could just be like, hey, listen, I've done everything I can. I pushed the chips to the center of the table. I got these guys to come back. However, they had to talk him into it. Pasta's now signed. Don Sweeney could have been like, listen, I've done. Now, I would say, now yeah. Now you I mean, guys go win. And instead he went over the top. And now if you're waking up and you're Patrice Bergeron and uh, and David Krejci this morning, you know this organization has your back. You know they went. Face. Yeah. And it's, a, it's another new guy to be able to blend in. But it seems like Orlov and Hathaway have fit in right away. I have no reason to think that for a short run here, Bertuzzi's not going to fit in. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Uh Garrett Richards jacket in the uh Twitch chat. Here's uh here is uh Garrett negative. Bruins fans are delusional right now because of all the great play this season. The he, he meant to say the sand he said the sand glass is running out. The sand is running out of the hourglass is uh, is definitely what he uh what he tried to say. How about this one? Uh, the bottom line is they better win it all this year or it is a total failure. Well, you so know that's, what? that's what's next. So now, that's what's next. and I know that narrative has been brought up 
And there was, I think we knew going in the level of engagement was, boy, they better they better, better have a hell of a run. And I think for some fans, you would have been disappointed if they lost in a cup final. But if it all ended up with them going to a Stanley Cup final and then, say, losing a tough series in seven or whatever, I would like to think that people still would have been able to kind of put that into context. But now, no ones and no twos in terms of the draft for the next two years went and made moves. This is the time. And if there isn't, there's nothing else that can energize this group then to me, what we've heard about the last two hours, Hall's going to be down, great, let's go make a trade and find what we think could be a high-end replacement. And, oh, by the way, let's sign Pasta long-term. Now it's all downhill from here. At least it feels like it, Fourier. All downhill from here at this point. Yeah. Can you get – I know we'll say some it's all up. I think you're already up. It's all – can you get to the bottom? Can you get to the duck boats? Can you get to the parade where maybe you're uh, maybe you're sharing duck boats with the Celtics? How about that? Wouldn't that be something? A double-day double, double day parade. Yeah, Let's do both at the same time. I mean, it would Call be – Call it an – that would be insane. It would be insane. Somebody would get mad. I would think that uh, the NBA guys well, the, might and, not and love it's it. It's not like it's duck cheap. Boats. It's not like it's cheap either. I mean, right? It's like throwing a parade. It's not you – know, we're actually – in the end, we're paying for it. I love the photo that we have up on Twitch right now of uh, Pasternak. I mean, that is pretty badass right there. Yeah. Comes from a BR open ice and the, the shades working – Chris, you're outside as well. I appreciate he throws the uh, the hat on. He's not he's not like hockey hardo. Nah. Well, I, I mean, let my ears fall off, even the, though it's twelve degrees. Outside. The other thing is, like, uh, I mean, he is a perfect Bruin. I mean, I I kind of hate getting into that whole. Oh, you know, he fits the city. Well, I mean, most guys tend to fit the city. I think Pasternak would be welcome and fit any city based on his personality. He's just unique that way. Christian, it's hard for me to think. That if you're an NHL player, how this market doesn't fit almost every NHLer. Because to me, it's the, oh, you don't want to be here? Why? Because you can't handle it? Because people pay attention? Because people talk about it? Okay, those people need to go anyway. But it's not but like the way a, people deal with the Red Sox. Though. No, no, but let's be real. Let's uh, And again, I know I'm harping on Krejci and Bergeron, but again, let's go back to that. If this organization and city didn't react to hockey the way they did, those guys wouldn't have personally sacrificed to come back. They both had great careers. They had no reason to come back. Plenty of money in the bank. Bergeron's going to the Hockey Hall of Fame. I'm not going to sit here and get into that with Krejci or whatever, but I know that Bergeron's going to be one of those dudes that will eventually be enshrined in Toronto. But a part of the reason those guys came back for, I mean, what is bargain basement dough, really, is in part because of the organization and the city. People here are going to remember. To me, Christian, if we're remembering back in the 2011 Cup Finals with, of all people, a guy like Soupy Campbell <laughs> because he got his leg broken blocking a shot, and that's one of the dudes who's gone down as a legendary Bruin. It goes to show the thoughts of the fan base, and imagine what it is being like one of those studs like a Patrice Bergeron. We will talk about all this with Andrew Raycroft coming up at 11 o'clock, but yeah, you got to make sacrifices. We've been talking about it with uh, 37 and with 47 with the Bruins, but what about the Celtics and their sacrifices? We'll get to a little bit of that off the Celtics win against Cleveland next.
Jalen Brown last night, mask and all. That was a part of ESPN Celtics All Access foyer. Did you know that it was uh, a full day? Did you dig it? Well, I mean, listen, they started the covers from, from 3 o'clock on. It was it was a lot. It felt like a bowl game. In the words of the macho man, ooh, it felt like you a, No, it, and if brother. you go to, again, I keep, you know, you know, propping up this NBA app, which I think is awesome. Okay, I've showed yeah, you some. I showed yeah. you some some simple some things that are on that app that we got to get to at some point in time that we should be following. Skin in the game on that thing. Well, it is funny because it's no, you can actually you actually you can do different versions of the game. You can do the layup line. You can watch the layup line. So yeah, I actually do like the the access that I. But I get to pick and choose. It's like choose your own ending. Those old books that you had. Like yep. that's that's what I get to do with the with the NBA now. It's actually pretty good. So the uh, Celtics ended up beating Cleveland last night, one seventeen, one thirteen. Jalen Brown did not have a big performance because really Fourier it it sort of ground down. Let's call it to a battle between Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell. Unless you actually kind of watched the game last night. Celtics blew doors in the third quarter and went into the fourth quarter with a comfortable lead. And I know it got a little tight, what, down to like, I think, five at the least. Or it was a it was pretty much a six or seven point game at its skinniest there in the fourth quarter. And there was a little bit of a push. But I'll be honest with you, I don't think the score 117-113 was necessarily indicative of the way this game played. I thought the Celtics really beat them. I thought the Celtics did a great job in the second half. But yet for a lot of people, it is, ooh, superstars, Mitchell against Tatum. But in reality, the Celtics kind of beat their ass in the third quarter and put the flag in the ground that we're not losing to you for a third time. Yeah, it was closer than it needed to be. I don't know what the line was. I'm wondering if anybody anybody got screwed with that. Okay, so they didn't cover. You're an expert. Didn't you know the line? Yeah, Yeah, I did not. No, only my picks. Only my picks. And thank you for calling me an expert. I Thank you for that. I appreciate it. I'll take a victory lap in about an hour. Um, (laughs) Here's the thing. So Donovan Mitchell comes out of the game. And they just, like, they're up, like, the Celtics are up, like, 15. Next thing you know, like, they, they start hitting shots. It's like, it's getting a little chaotic, a little closer than, it, a little a little closer, almost to a point where Donovan Mitchell is actually going to the scoring table, and you actually think he's coming back into the game. He doesn't, because they, they slow play, and they just run the clock out. Right. But it almost got to that point where, like, are they going to screw this up? No. Are they going to waste this up? Because you're right, they did, they, you know, especially they the third and fourth them in quarter, the third quarter. They did what they were supposed to do. That was a get-right game after that loss to the Knicks. I'm sure they were all embarrassed, and I'm sure there was a, 
I almost heard uh, I kind of heard some rumblings about like almost like a a team meeting uh, of sorts with uh, Marcus Smart being irritated about the Celt- about the uh, the Knicks loss about everybody was shooting too many threes and they weren't you know attacking the basket total opposite game plan um, last night uh, against the Cavs. Well, it was Al Horford who was actually knocking down threes, six of eight from three. But to your point, Fourier, you mentioned that Marcus Smart and some other guys, maybe they weren't thrilled after that Knicks game. Al Horford said we needed to respond. You know, it's all perspective. Like before that, like we won a, a really tough game in Philly, beat a, a, a team that plays well in Indiana coming out of the break. So, um uh, it was just one loss, but uh, we felt like it was important um, with the week that we have um, that we responded here at home. Cleveland's a really good team. They've been playing really well, and um, they beat us the first two times already this season. So for us, it was important to come out and, and get this win tonight. Very it was. Very interesting. Well, there's, there's, a, there's, there's more on the line now the closer you get to the end. Yes, it was hugely important. That's that. The Cavs are going to be a tough out if you end up facing them. However, but, it turns out they're going to be a tough out. But how about this team sort of challenging itself after that Knicks game, where you looked at it and you're like, okay, they lost. Like I don't think there was anything real alarming in there, but it felt like those guys took it pretty hard and it showed last night. I think this is like the typical of the NBA. Uh, you have a really good team, one of the best uh, in the league. They get embarrassed. They sh- they shot terribly. They they were one of their worst uh, three point shooting percentages of the year. And then they go ahead and they shoot 50, 50%. They don't shoot as many threes, but they're more efficient. And no Jalen Brown. Kind and, of a big deal. Against well, the I Knicks. actually, you mentioned Jalen Brown. I actually thought, like, last night, he kind of, he was like, I'm going to step aside. Like, it's almost like, normally, hey, I, I need mine. I need my touches. I need my looks. I need my opportunities. I thought we were one in 1A. It's obvious that Tatum is kind of going nuts, and he's controlling the tempo, and he's really feeling it, especially in the third and fourth quarter. He scored, that's where he scored the majority of his points. Well, that's why I think Brown was comfortable to get out of the way because yeah, Tatum I was just, having a night. Well, to your point, it's like, all right, let me step aside. Mm-hmm. It's a, you're, it, I, and I think Tatum does the same thing for him in a way. I, I definitely think so. 6 of 15 for Jalen Brown last night uh, shooting. He had uh, three rebounds, a couple assists, uh, 16 points when it was all said and done. Honestly, it was Allen Tatum really matching up against uh, Garland and Mitchell in a lot of ways, just in terms of scoring, and then it was everything else. Celtics did do a uh, pretty good job on the glass. Tatum, Horford, Time Lord, all with 11 rebounds. And you heard Jalen Brown as we uh, as we hopped into this, saying we got a rebound, we got a rebound, we got a rebound. He was all over it. Uh, the Bruins made a trade today. They signed David Posternock. Let's talk about it all with our buddy Andrew Raycroft of WEEI and Nesson next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.